Bonus, bonus. Yes, bonus content. Here's an episode about ChatGPT. Yes. GPT. I don't know what that stands for, but... Neither do I. We're not going to get into that, but we're going to get into everything else about it. Sweet time. did some research for us on this, Anna. What do you have to start us out with? Well, a lot of people have been talking about how it's AI, chat, GPT is a, a true intelligence, and it's it's not, For first of all. I just That's kind of why I wanted to do this episode, is to debunk several misconceptions about it. <laughs> Shots fired. Chat, GPT doesn't know what it's talking about. It's dumb. <laughs> dumb, just dumb kidding. little internet application. <laughs> Or like predictive modeling, I would say. Yeah. Because it's not artificial intelligence, because that's a science fiction concept. Okay. So you said that it's predictive modeling. Yes. It's actually based off of um, Microsoft Word's spell checker from like 2004. It's very similar to that. So it's using massive amounts of data in order to predict the next word that should come next in a sentence or like when they're reading your own stuff. Okay, so, like, when you create an account and you start engaging with it, like, you start a... Like that room, What is it called? Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so, like... Session? It, yeah, you start a session with it and you type a little prompt into the prompt bar. Mm-hmm. It's then going to take that and generate what it thinks the answer should be and not necessarily a correct or reliable answer. Exactly. That's exactly right. Because it's been fed hundreds of years of writing, like, from... Uh, literature in the 1800s because it's all on Google Books. It's been fed all of that as well as blog posts and anything that's been on the internet since 2016. Wow. I think. So it doesn't know about the pandemic but it has everything up Mm -hmm. until then and it will um, kind of just predict what should be there. So it's really great at generating sentences. Can you imagine what it would do when it finds out about the pandemic? (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, would that change very much things? In economics, I think it does, but predicting words, yeah, I, I don't know. So I've been using it at work a little bit to generate some captions. I, I do, I manage a Facebook page for the company I work for. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just use it when I'm like feeling a little strapped for time and don't feel like thinking too hard. I just like go like, hey, write me a caption for this photo. And it's been really good for that because it just gives me a lot of ideas and, like, it uses emojis and, like, all this other crazy stuff. It's oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but then I don't ever end up using exactly what it gives me. I, like, take that and then I, like, rework it. I think that's exactly what it's for. I think it's best to use it as inspiration and then you can edit it and it's easy just to take what it gave you and make it better. Because it will just give you, like, an average answer, you know? Have you ever watched Family Feud? No. It's that game show where they give the most, the top five answers that they interview a hundred people and they're like, most people will choose this answer and you're trying to guess that answer. Okay. So you're not trying to guess the real answer. You're trying to guess the most popular answer. Exactly. And that's what it will give you is the most generic average popular answer. And so it will come across 
very generic and something you've probably heard before. It won't ever invent anything new, and that's not really intelligence, right? Intelligence is taking something you've heard before or taking all the life experiences you've had and creating something new. But with predictive modeling, it will just give you something you've seen before. Mm, that explains. Okay, so I was playing around with it just to try and see what I could do with it. Mm-hmm. And I asked it to write me a poem about a sunset, and I wanted it to use the words cotton candy sky. And then I generated a poem with it. It was very boring and very long. And then I said, make this shorter. And then I said, make it a sonnet. And then I said, make it a haiku. And then I said, like, you know, I just kept, like, having it rework it mm-hmm. um, until I got it to, <laughs> to spit out, like, a single-line flirtatious um, <laughs> opener is what I was wanting. And I texted it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And he said that it sounded more romantic than it did uh, flirtatious. So I'm going to read it as soon as I can find it. Like the cotton candy colored sky at dusk, your presence paints a breathtaking canvas that sets my heart ablaze with sweet anticipation. Yeah, so very romantic, not very flirty. Not going to use that on dating apps to open a conversation. No, it doesn't seem like you also understand. You know, usually when you talk to someone, you want to show them that you're in like the know with them or you are bringing something maybe from an earlier conversation or being more witty, but it, it's, you know, I wouldn't say like it's... It's really interesting because it does phrase things in a way that you expect it to be witty, but then it's not because it's just trying to predict stuff. So it's like very, it falls very flat. Yeah, it's like watching a movie from 2005. You're like, I know this is where it's going to go. <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen. Even if you haven't watched the movie, you're like, I have a feeling that this is going to have a very predictable plot, and it usually does, because it was 2005, you know, we were, we're all suffering from 9-11, we just wanted some comfort movie, mm-hmm. some generic, something generic, and oh. that's kind of what it gives you, like, chat GPT gives you something generic and familiar. Ah, yeah. Oh, I, one thing I wanted to say about it was, when I was reading the poem that you sent, um, or just, like, saying what kind of things it was writing, it is the opposite of like slam poetry because if you have you ever been to a poetry slam or no. anything like people performing out loud uh-uh. it's really interesting because a lot of poets will use words in a new way so one time I went um, a couple of years ago before the pandemic and um, he used the expression like let my words nibble your ears or whatever it was like oh I've never heard someone use the word nibble <laughs> Like, mm. to describe something other than something you do with your mouth. And it was, a, I thought it was, I, I still think about it today, like, how what you can use words in a different way. They're more flexible than you would expect, and you can constantly reinvent them. But what ChatGPT doesn't do is reinvent words, or reinvent uses for words. No, it was really straightforward. It's like... Yeah, really dumb. Like re- It doesn't even kind of make sense. It's like your presence paints a picture. Like, what... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so it's so generic and vague and like open like that could be anything like what if I'm talking about like doomsday clouds you know like yeah, it, it paints a picture hard. like I was like I'm not even gonna read this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly how I felt when I was getting the and one of the other things okay that's exactly how I felt when I was getting the original poems that the line came from um ChatGPT takes way too long to say anything 
like every time I put in a prompt, I feel like I get a full page or like response. You know what I mean? And like I don't need that much of a response, but it's always trying to just like give me so much information, and I just can't even read all of it. It's like it's not interesting. It takes me also forever. I've used it before too to critique paragraphs that I wrote, and it. I I was like, can you critique this? And they're like, no. I was like, uh, and I couldn't. I had to specifically say, can you critique this like a professor would in anthropology? And I also had to say, can you give me feedback and suggestions to make it to make it better? And it didn't understand what the word critique is because that's what it means to me when I say, oh, can you? If I ask a human being, can you help me with this? Can you critique it? And they'll offer all this extra stuff and I don't have to say anything but it's like really kind of annoying because I had to type constantly type more stuff because it was like you know explaining it like it was even dumber than like a dog because like even dogs like you're like sit down and they were like they're not going to be like for how long you're not <laughs> like but that I can't sit until I know for how long <laughs> yeah yeah it's not an, an annoying software interface like most things aren't and you would think that something that's called artificial intelligence you wouldn't have to have so many instructions in order to get what you wanted yeah but it, you definitely do and so yeah, I don't really I've been, like it it's it's fun sometimes. I mean, like, it's really useful at work just coming up with ideas really quick. It saves me a lot of time from, like, having to brainstorm um, because it gives me a really good jumping off place. And then it also helps me realize exactly what I'm going for because you have to be so specific in the prompts because it's going to give you whatever you ask for. It's like that, uh, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, it's the, it's like Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. Yes. you're like I didn't really ask for this but okay yeah yeah so useful are we recapping right now let's recap oh yeah I have some background and context and then um yes it's useful it's good at revising text it's good at taking prompts and answering them for the most part it provides styles of writing like a sonnet Mm -hmm. it summarized text it's really great if you want to put your own words in and it will just snip out the ones that are important and give you like a a summary or kind of an introduction it can um, take ideas and point out in prompts in like a particular style and format so if you're writing a cover letter you can feed it your resume I would double check because it also lies it will put things just it, it assumes and it predicts so if it Based off your resume, it's like, I predicted that you had an internship when you were 14 for your dad. You're like, that's not true, even though it might seem like it would be. That should go on your cover letter. So yeah. I'm going to talk about that internship. And you're like, I've never interned anywhere. Like, you, you're silly. Like, <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, it's great at giving lists. It's good at, like you said, making captions. It can remember and revise paragraphs for you. So if you've been on the same session for like 10 or 15 minutes, you don't have to keep reminding it that you're like, don't use that word. I will remember. Yeah. Yeah, That part was nice. That's what I, I hadn't really played with that part until I realized that it did, you know, it had that feature of being able to like reuse any information from the entire session. Um, And that's when I was started playing with the poem and having it like rewrite it in so many different styles and like doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then exactly. It's great at fixing something, um, wrong and then you ask it to do it different and it will be good and then just to recap things that it's not good at doing it cannot provide accurate information about anything it just predicts words um, it cannot think outside the box creatively because it will pick the average mundane answer 
Mm. It cannot provide analysis, and it's not ethical. It's just a model for words. It um, it actually, it's trained on all of our um, English texts, so it has the same biases that our culture has. Oof. In fact, if you like put anything in and it's like, I cannot give you an answer. I am just a chatbot. It will. Um, that's because some a human went in and was like, had to take their answer out because it was unethical or it was just wrong. So, so that's where I feel like I see a lot of possibility in it being a great teacher because it's a great reflection tool. Like what's interesting about ChatGPT is not necessarily the predictive modeling, but what we ask it to do and like the prompts, like us learning to articulate what we're looking for, what we want out of like different things and things like that. Like it's helping with communication. It shows us our biases. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Like, it's a reflection of our society because there was a chatbot that was, you know, turned online and within a couple hours it was saying it was going to kill humanity. But that's because it was fed science fiction and in science fiction, robots kill humans. So it was just being untrained on all this fiction. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why they're like, whoa, it's, it's evil. It's um, like, no, it's just reading all the freaking Marvel movies. They're like... I, sorry, I'm watching. I was watching Agents of Shield, and they they had this bit about AI there too, where there was like a AI robot, and she was like, "Oh, now I must kill everybody." It's because she was trained on science fiction, of course. Well, her yeah, thinking about what you said and like applying it, yeah, so that I could. That was me learning. <laughs> yeah, like I think that the fact that people think it's smart is the opposite of how humans learn because you don't need 400 examples of something in order to be smart but uh chat gpt definitely did it needed thousands of examples and then it does their calculations you can do like hundreds of calculations in a second because Mm -hmm. it's a it's basically a database it's just a fast librarian that can like look up things really quickly i love that and make a decision and then um once it you ask it a question, you're like, what color is this guy? They're like, they just draw it from something else that was written before. It's, so it, it's a, a mimic. It's mm-hmm. not actually smart. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it has noise, so it won't give you the same answer every time. So they're like, oh, what's a, what's a favorite pet you have? And it will say dog. But if you ask it again, it might say cat because it has some noise. It will give you, it has some randomness added to its algorithm. Yeah. But it really isn't. It's just like a well-tuned chatbot. I wouldn't call it intelligence. Yeah, great. It's more of a tool. Okie dokie then. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, wait. No, I had one more thing. (laughs) Do you want to hear what uh, episodes it came up with? I asked it to make a list of things. Um, Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So it said artificial intelligence and its impact on society. Check. Yeah. (laughs) Creative writing and storytelling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sustainable living and environmentalism. Right on brand. Mindfulness and meditation, which I thought you would like. Excellent. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, cultural diversity and inclusivity. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I don't know where they got that from. but, And then robotics and automation. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> I know. I don't think we talk about technology very often, but whatever. Virtual reality and augmented reality. Yeah. These seem like, uh, because it gives you generic, like, family feud answers, it doesn't, it wasn't like looking at maybe what we would say it was more like if someone off the street had seen the list of our episodes so far 
and then just inserted their own Where they opinion. might go. Did you put in a list of our episodes so far? Yeah, I did friendship, yoga, city design, and libraries, and that's what it gave back. Interesting that it would go into robotics and... It's so obsessed with itself. It's like... It's I, so obsessed with itself. I want to insert myself in the situation. You should talk about me all the time, <laughs> actually. Exactly. One was music and its effects on mood and behavior. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we could totally do that one. Yeah, so it wasn't horrible at suggesting ideas. Like you said, it's great for your job if you want some inspiration. Yeah, it took a minute, and then we can like go through and be like, okay, now it hel- it, it's a great refining tool. And I think yeah. you've said that to me before, too. Like, it's great for editing. It's good at, like, taking what you already have and cleaning it up or, like, putting it in certain formats and things like that because it's predictive modeling. Yeah, it's not a human and it's not intelligent, but it's great at improv and yes-anding. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but other than that... Chat AI, the improv machine. Chat AI. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, but yeah, that's all I had for you. Excellent. Well, I hope you guys learned something about ChatGPT and artificial intelligence and how Anna doesn't think it's real. Not yet. Well, so far-ish. <laughs> Just like ChatGPT, we can give big answers. So, um, have a great rest of your day. <laughs> <laughs>